0: God I pray for the church I pray that these are tough times God and it's hard to commit and be in a church family when we're in this virus God so I pray that this virus doesn't tear people apart God but it brings our church back together it ignites a fire in our soul God that's on heart for you I pray for the church worldwide God that through all of this that it gets bigger and it expands more in the kingdom of God Gets bigger, God. God, I pray for America's leaders, God. I pray that they're guided by you, that they see your purpose, God, and your plan for America. And that through this, that every step that they make is for your kingdom, God, and for your glory. Bible. So the highlighted verse today for the seventeenth of May, I think that's the date, is John 9, 1 through 3. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? Jesus answered, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. Alrighty, hello, hello everybody. Glad to see you here. We got some watchers, so that's fun. Um, Today we're going to be looking at one of my favorite Bible stories, which is David and Goliath. Um, And the title for today's sermon is Bring It On. Um, So today everyone should bring it on to the giants in their lives because everything is possible by God one step at a time. Um, So our text is in 1 Samuel 17, 1 through 15. So this is not simple like something I normally do like preach it's not something I'm very good at like some people would be like Lily you can talk for hours and you know what you're right but that's in like conversation and so like this whole like speaking thing it's just not my forte so but we'll learn today that by one step of faithfulness like we can and will conquer anything that we are facing in a quote by Mother Teresa, she says, God did not call me to be successful, but he called me to be faithful. So this probably won't be the best sermon you've ever heard in your life, but it is a sermon full of faithfulness, and that's what we're called to do. So let's get into it. Um, today we're looking back on one of my favorite Bible stories, David and Goliath, and I assume that most of us had have heard this story multiple times, um, but we're going to look at it in a different perspective in a different way today. So my first point is starting small is harder than finishing big. So we all get stuck in the are we there yet mentality. The mentality that tells us like the journey is not worth the destination. But I'm here to tell you today that the destination is worth it. The journey is worth it. God's plan for your life is worth it. Your calling is worth it. But David felt that too. He felt the are we there yet? Because he was anointed to be the next king of Israel but he had to go back to the fields and wait his time to, for his time to come. So he got, are we there yet? Like, just make me the king already. Come on. But it wasn't his time yet. In Zechariah 4.10, it says, Do not despise these small things, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. But you cannot get to the final step if you are not willing to take the first step. And I think that taking the first step a lot of times is way harder than finishing it. Our second point point for today is God's biggest dreams for you are unlocked by your smallest steps. So while David was waiting in the field to be king, (laughs) um, this is when the Philistines got into a big battle with the Israelites. In 1 Samuel 17, 8-11, it says, Goliath stood up and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come up and why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight me and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if you be, oh, but if I overcome him and kill him, then you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, "This is the day I define the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other." On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So this went on for 40 days, where Goliath would come out and he would taunt them all. He would um, talk trash about the Israelites, about King Saul, about the living God. And they were all too terrified to do anything. They were all too terrified to step up. And I think a lot of times, like, that's the position we're in right now. You know, like, with all the COVID, like, we're all just so scared of what's going to happen but we need to look at it as like, it's an opportunity to show God's love and it's an opportunity to rest in God and give him his peace and strength. So meanwhile, at Jesse's house, which is David's dad, um, he was tasked with bringing a basket of like cheese and fruit and bread to his brothers that were fighting in the battle lines a few miles away. He rushed out to the battlefield and as 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 soon as he got there, he heard the taunts of Goliath. In 1 Samuel 17:26, it says, David asked a man standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills a Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So you know how the story goes. David volunteers his tribute. Um, <laughs> Saul gives him his armor, but David says he can't wear it because it's too big and David is not himself in it. I think that's also a very key point in this story that is looked over a lot. That like, he couldn't fight Dave. He couldn't fight his giant in someone else's armor. He had to be himself in it. He had to take off the mask. He had to take off all the armor and get his slingshot because that's who he was. Um, so I think that when we're trying to fight our giants, we need to be ourselves in it and we need to be truly us. So David was called to be king, but he started out as just a delivery boy, right? Delivering food to the army. But what would have happened if he didn't go? What would have happened if his head was too big because he was the next appointed king of Israel, but he was delivering food, you know? He would have missed out on slaying his giant because he didn't deliver cheese and bread a few miles. So... Do not miss out on God's best because you are not willing to do small tasks. Because if David wasn't willing to do that, then he wouldn't have killed Goliath, he wouldn't have became the king. So do not miss out on God's best because you are not willing to do the small tasks. Being faithful with a few loaves of bread and cheese could end up slaying the giants in your life. Point three for today is simple obedience and faithfulness unlocks God's promises in your life. When David was stuck in the sh- shepherd's field, it made him hungry, it made him desperate, it made him strong. So when we fast forward to the battle battlefield, he wasn't fearful of Goliath. He looked at him and he was angry that he was bashing on his God, on his king, and on his people. He looked at him and he thought, you're mine. You're going to pay for the things that you've done and you've said, I've waited so long and you're the sucker that stands between me and my destiny when everyone said, he's too big to hit, he's too big to hit, he was like, he's too big to miss. Do you see how big he is? And he's bashing on our God and our people. So he wasn't scared because he knew that his living God was on his side, that the God that was with him in the shepherd's field was there with him then to protect him. So number four is you were made to walk over that giant. The giant in your life, the one making all the noise was put there to fall so that you could walk over him to live the life of your destiny. When David heard Goliath running his mouth and talking trash, he saw that he was the next step in the road to what God's calling was for on his life. He trusted God, he waited for his moment and he was faithful with all the small things. So you are not on the shepherd's field with bread and cheese to deliver. But you have so many opportunities to take that first small step. Whether it's tithing, giving your time and energy, helping the homeless, giving extra resources, finding ways to not only bless the people you know, but the people you don't. I want you to think about the giant in your life right now. Maybe it's depression, maybe it's your health, your finances. Maybe it's a fear-filled spirit in this crazy time. But you're looking at this big old giant in your life and you're asking yourself, how could I do, ever do anything of significance against a gigantic problem like that? Like, it seems too big, you know? But God does not bring, need you to bring something big. He needs you to be faithful in bringing what you have, and then he will have your favor. He will go, and with your faithfulness, help you conquer the giant in your life. This year, we're all talking about Tag 2020, take and give, but I think it's more give and take where you give something and then you receive. Cause like even if you look at mission trips, like you're there to give, you're there to give, you're there to serve. And a lot of times you come back with a happier heart and you receive more and you're more blessed than the people that you were there to serve. So I think I have a servant's heart and so that's how I look at it is that I need to give and then it will be returned. Um, And so I think that's a big thing that we just need to Take that first step into finding our destiny, into living our dream, into going on that journey so that we can get to that destination. So maybe today you don't know God. Maybe you don't know that, like, if you die from this COVID, where you're going to end up. And I pray that today that you, you take that step of faithfulness and you take that leap of faith so that you can defeat those giants in your life. So, if you want to ask God into your heart, just follow the simple prayer. Hey God, thank you for for slaying some giants in my life, God. I'm sorry for all the sins that I've committed. Thank you for dying on the cross for me, being my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart.
1: amen well amen well <laughs> well see you guys later thanks
0: for coming thanks for joining
2: Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Ministry of Summit Church and the daily outreach of Wayne Hanson. You can support our ministry in many ways. Click the Donate button on our Facebook page, Summit Church of Castle Rock. Visit our webpage, mysummitchurch.com and click the online giving link. Or mail your donation to Summit Church of Castle Rock, 200 South Wilcox Street, Box 243, Castle Rock, Colorado, 80104. Or, finally, text your gift to 303-625-9434 and follow the prompts using your smartphone. You can also support us by connecting with our online community. Comment, like, share, follow, and subscribe on our various social media channels. Of course, we appreciate you joining us in daily prayer. I'm Sean Rima and on behalf of Pastor Wayne and the Summit Church family, take care and have a great week. Remember... God loves you and He has a wonderful plan for your life.